I am so happy that you're able to join us for this extended interview. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get more killer resources. Hey friend, are you looking to land a remote gig ASAP? Well, did you know that we not only have a ton of online jobs you can apply to on our site, but now we are also sending them straight to your inbox. I'm happy to announce that we will be sending our email subscribers legit online jobs every Wednesday. We have done hours of research so you don't have to. If you want to be the first one to hear about the remote gigs we find, go to theoffbeatlife.com to subscribe. Hey everyone, thank you so much for coming back for this extended interview with Cassandra where she's going to share how to become an online copywriter and content strategist as a beginner. Hey Cassandra, how are you? Hello, thanks for having me back. Thank you so much. So before we get to all of your amazing tips and tricks, can you tell us a little bit more about you and why you live an offbeat life? Yeah, so I am Cassandra and I live an offbeat life because I uprooted everything, moved to a different country, and then uh, started my own copywriting and content strategy business. And I work in English and Spanish. Well, that is a really amazing thing that you did. You pretty much uprooted your life and started a business that you didn't have necessarily a formal background on. And I think that's one of the things that a lot of people are looking to do when they want to start this type of lifestyle because maybe they have a job that can't be translated into remote work. What was your first step that you took in order to become an online copywriter and content strategist, even though you didn't do this as a living? So I think the first thing that I ever did when I decided that I wanted to start this business was sit down and actually make a list of all of my transferable skills. Any skill sets that I picked up in college or in like, I guess, random jobs. I I worked as a cheese bartender once. I was a volunteer in college. I worked and did some copywriting on the side. And I wrote down all of the skills that I could possibly have and then kind of like went through and highlighted the things that could be taken online. And then also kind of figured out what the soft skills side were. So these could be things like managing people or negotiating, not necessarily the hard skills, which is the writing part. Yeah, that's a really great technique to do because even if you don't have a job that can become remote, you do have a lot of skills that you can transfer. And for you, a lot of those skills was in copywriting and content strategy. How did you start this business? Because obviously it was even a lot more difficult for you because you uprooted your life, you went to a new country, new language, How did you do all of this? I mean, this is already like, oh my God, I'm already panicking and just thinking about what you had to do. (laughs) Oh yeah, it was intense. So I think after figuring out the skills that I had, what I did was figure out what people would actually pay me for. And that kind of came around, like I figured out my services because I just had a lot of people asking me questions about how to start a blog, how to be more active on social media, how to post on social media to actually get engagement. 
And because I got so many questions about that, I realized, oh, I could actually start charging people for these things. So I, I created my first, I guess, package, which I called blog consulting. And it was $100 for an entire month, which I kind of laugh at now because that's, that's not very much. Um, and I just walked somebody through how to start their own blog and kept them accountable to write. And that was like the first ever thing that I ever sold. One person bought it. And then I was like, oh, I could do this, even though it really one person bought it. <laughs> now, one of the things that we all struggle with, you know, you figured out what you needed to do. You wrote down all your skills that you can transfer. How do you actually find those clients and how do you market yourself so you can find that ideal client that you need? So I think there are a few different ways that you can approach this. The first one, and I think this is like the blanket statement, you actually have to kind of go out there and say that you're doing it. The clients will not come to you. I think you always have to be proactive. So what I did was I, because I didn't know anywhere else that I could sell these services, I didn't necessarily really have a website at the time. I just posted on Facebook. And then I had a few people who were interested. They commented and I just ended up reaching out to them and having a more in-depth conversation through Facebook Messenger or even like getting on a virtual call with them to see if they wanted to take advantage of the offer. And then once I did that, I started posting more on Instagram and social media. And then from there, when I kind of developed more of my services, I actually went and started pitching different clients through email. How long did it take you to finally land that first client that you spoke about? I think it took I think about two weeks, actually, because I shared about it on Facebook. It was kind of like my testing thing. And then I just kind of marketed it, like posted it about it constantly. I talked about like what they would get from it. I talked about what I would help them with. I talked about what would happen after the service. And I just kind of wrote down everybody that commented, liked anything like that and just started reaching out to them even more and kind of saying, Hey, are you interested? I saw this. And then we would have the conversation. I think it really took like two weeks and I was so surprised because I was like, Oh my gosh, somebody's paying me. And that was like the <laughs> catalyst that really made me realize you could do this. Now, when you talk about Facebook, was it just on your personal page or did you go to Facebook groups to do it? At that point, I don't think Facebook groups like they were kind of a big thing back then. I think this was like three-ish years ago. They were probably just becoming really, really popular. So I didn't actually post in any Facebook groups because I was too like nervous and shy about it because I was like, oh, I don't want to do this <laughs> to a stranger. So I only posted it on my business Facebook page and my personal page. Wow. So that is a really amazing thing because you know for a fact that these people would potentially be an interested and be a client yeah. of yours. So that's a really great way to do it. And also the power of persistence yeah. and follow-up is, you know, I think it's really underrated. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I think following up, I think, has gotten me like 
now it's just part of, you know, my system for getting clients. But the follow-up has gotten me so many clients who were kind of like, hey, maybe not right now. And maybe in a month I followed up with them and they were like, oh, I remember you. Yeah, I'm ready. And if they're not, then that's okay too. But at least you followed up. Yeah, absolutely. You don't even know how many people, clients that you just left on the table because you didn't do that second or third follow-up or even mm-hmm. more, you know. I've landed clients that I followed up for a year and they became clients because it's just being persistent about it. And I think they also become really impressed by you that you're still going even though oh, yeah. you're hitting all of these roadblocks, you know. They're like, okay, this person's has tenacity you know if they're like that what can they do for me exactly (laughs) now let's talk about your email marketing because you touched up and mentioned that a little bit about Mm -hmm. going to email people to offer them your services how were you able to find people to add to your email list and how were you able to grow that and how has it helped your business Yeah. So I did a little bit of both. I have my own newsletter for the Quirky Pineapple Studio and people can subscribe to it when they download a free content strategy roadmap and that will walk them through, you know, how to set up their own holistic content strategy. And from there, I just send out weekly newsletters with information on new blog posts or I like to call it TQP Studio Headquarter News, anything that's exciting coming up for us. But what I actually did was more cold email pitches. I found people online, pretty much, on LinkedIn, in different websites, through following people on Instagram. And I found their email address, connected with them a little bit, or like engaged with them through different social media platforms. And then I sent a cold email pitch. That is a really great way to do it. And, you know, you never know what could come from that as well. Now, let's let's yeah. go back to you being able to do copywriting and content, content strategy. As someone who was a complete beginner at this, were there any specific skills that you needed to learn? And did you go to have specific types of resources, like what were your go-to resources in order to become better at your skills in those niches? Yeah. So for me, um, because I'm not formally trained in copywriting and content strategy, I ended up following big name people in the online space. So there is one copywriter, her name is Ashlyn Carter, and she really dominated this one community called the Rising Tide Society. And she's like a big name copywriter within that community and I assume also other areas. I listen to the podcast Copywriter Club and they also share a lot of great information on copywriting. And then Neil Patel is like the god of SEO and copy. So consumed a lot of free content from honestly a lot of big name people until I could actually save up and invest in somebody to help me um, further my copywriting and content strategy. 
There's so many freebies out there that you really don't need to spend much, especially in the beginning. And your strategy was really great. And that after you could actually afford it, maybe you started making money, then you started to put it in more into it as well. And the more you get serious, the more you should be spending on your business because it is an mm-hmm. investment that you're doing. Yeah, I agree. I think um, always investing in education will pay you back like tenfold. Like I said before in another interview, I've invested in four different business coaches and one life coach. So it's like, it's definitely worth it. Yeah, absolutely. Now, are there any other resources that our listeners should go to in order to become a copywriter, content strategist, or just how to be an online business owner that will make their lives so much easier? Yeah. So like I mentioned before, if they're looking to do copywriting, then definitely check out the Copywriter Club. Also, Carrie, I think her name is Carrie DePhillips. She runs the Content Factory and she shares so much great information, like free information on her blog about SEO copywriting, content strategy. Another great one is Neil Patel. He shares basically like super in-depth guides on how to rank on Google. And then for the social media side, actually, I would recommend checking out Natasha who was also part of the Branding Quickies book that we were in. She shares a lot of great information uh, about Instagram. Oh, there's a lot of others, but I can't really think of them right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we were both part of this book that I, I think there's 20 of us women that just shared all of our marketing tips yep. and tricks. So if you guys want to learn more about that, it's called Branding Quickies and you can find it on Amazon. It was so exciting to be on that book with you, Cassandra. <laughs> so if yeah. our listeners want to know more about you, where can they find you? So they can find me on... Uh, almost anywhere online, except for TikTok. Haven't decided if I should make one yet. (laughs) My website is thequirkypineapple.com. And then you can follow us on Instagram at thequirkypineapplestudio. We share lots of different copywriting and content strategy tips. And then if you want more of the personal side where I share about life in Spain and also what it's like to be a business owner, then you can follow me on my personal Instagram account, which is at Cassandra T. Ray. Perfect. Thank you so much, Cassandra. I really appreciate all of the tips that you gave us. Yeah, of course. It was so fun. And I hope this is helpful for anybody. It's a long road, but it's worth it. (laughs) Yes, definitely. Thanks, Cassandra. Of course. Thank you. I hope you enjoyed this extended interview with Cassandra. Make sure to visit theoffbeatlife.com. Again, that's theoffbeatlife.com to get the full interview where she shares how she has become a successful remote content strategist. Hey listeners, have you ever thought about starting your own podcast? Lucky for you, I have created a new site that will help you learn how to launch, grow, and monetize your own show. I offer one-on-one mentorship programs and I'm launching an ebook, How to Create a Profitable Podcast, that can help you take your podcast from hobby to profitable business. Visit howtocreateapodcast.com to learn more. Again, that's howtocreateapodcast.com. See you there. Thanks for joining me on this extended interview. Don't forget to subscribe and leave a review on iTunes. We can also chat some more on Facebook at The OB Life. I'll talk to you soon.